Welcome to the Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Hani Rambod. And today we have a follow-up with Derek Lunsford. A lot of you asked, can you do a Q&A with Derek? And I said, sure, why not? We still have him here. Let's go ahead and put him on the podcast and let's do a Q&A with him. And before we start that, always remember, like, subscribe, turn on the notification bell. Because as you can see, I'm really putting some effort into it because I see some of you really sharing and posting and tagging me on the Instagram, and I will be resharing that. So please continue to keep that going because at the end of the day, this is what's going to allow me to keep pushing. And the more people that see it, the more people like it, the more people are putting in comments and I'm inter- you know acting with them as well as we're getting other guest speakers like, I should say, um, I guess speakers slash guests are going to be also involved with being able to answer some of the questions like Derek. And uh, we're at it, but yeah, definitely it makes a big difference. So again, guys, thank you so much for all the support and sharing because it makes a big difference. Okay, Derek, we're going to go ahead and talk. I got some questions here. I think you have some too, but the first question is, what is your current split? Yeah. So um, since uh, recovery has been a little slower recently, I, I like to go about two to three days really, really hard. So typically I'll do like a push pull legs um type of a split let's give it let's give it a little bit even more structure okay because remember yeah people are listening to this in their car lots of times or just they want to know monday Mm -hmm. because always i'll tell you right now because i know this right (laughs) mondays are always the beginning of your week Mm -hmm. and so you usually have a sunday off Mm -hmm. for the most part but on monday what are you starting at your monday what's your monday tuesday wednesday routine right now um generally i like to do like I start with lagging body parts. So right mm-hmm. now it's like chest, chest, um, and abs and it's either chest and abs, chest and calves, or like chest and like maybe a bicep or tricep, um, throwing in those, but definitely chest dominant on Monday legs on Tuesday. Um, and then Wednesday is, is another upper body day, whether it be back arms or shoulders. And then I kind of rotate that after I take a, a rest day on, on, uh, Thursday. Okay, so you're going three on, mm-hmm. one off. Yeah. So for all you listeners, three on, one off. Starting off with lag- lagging body parts, if you've listened or read any of my columns in many, many years, I always start off with lagging body parts. And normally I'm giving him a higher carb day the night before or a cheat meal. And that is something that we're going to talk about too because somebody has a question about what's your favorite cheat meal. But before we do that, so you're doing your chest right now once or twice a week. Um, I like to hit it twice, mm-hmm. um, definitely twice. So one day will be, I'll try to like push the weight up a little uh, more so I can build more strength. Mm-hmm. And then another day will be just um, more volume. Um, but but I try to get as much volume as I can in both days, uh, as much as my chest can handle. But, um, you know, if I if I really hammer it on Monday, you know, maybe maybe my second workout won't be quite as crazy, but uh, I make sure to try to get twice twice a week. Right. And yeah. again, if I've also just got done filming today, we did some arms. So mm-hmm. obviously you're still a little bit pumped up there <laughs> with you. And then we had a chest day a couple of days ago and yesterday we did legs. So those are all on the Evigen channel. So if you guys are interested in watching any of the film videos that we did, go to the Evigen YouTube, check it out. Um, also go ahead and comment on there, what you like about the videos or you don't like about the videos or anything else that you'd like for there to be added. I know that some people are asking about putting in timestamps. Again, I haven't gotten to that point because I'm still trying to rip out on content for you guys. But if any of you listeners want to go on there and create timestamps, that'd be great. I'd really appreciate it. So any of the help from the community out there would be much appreciated. But 
the other thing that we also decided this week is that we're going to really work on that supination uh, yes. today on biceps. We realized that he just has some really limited range of motion, especially on one arm over the other, that he needs to work on to help with those bicep peaks. That's what really helps peak that bicep. So you can't just create graininess and you can't just create these crazy Ronnie Coleman peaks because you just started to curl a certain way. That's a very genetic trait. But what you can do is you can help that along by making sure that you really twist that wrist. Again, to help that peak, not only show your peak, but to also help manipulate more of a peak is to be able to do that while you're training. So we did that in between sets. We lightened up the load. And as you'll see in the videos that we post, it's going to be not super heavy, but it is super hard. The workout was really bad. I, I points where i thought you were almost getting sick to a point where you know i'm like oh yeah i went to go get some water and you were, i think you uh walked behind me thinking i was throwing up or something yeah <laughs> i was like where did you go don't hide don't run away but uh it was a really good workout and then on top of that we do do some changing up of the bi of the quads and the hamstring types of workout where we did add in about three exercises on the quad dominant workout we did yesterday so we added in a leg curl a also the um seated leg curl and then also a single leg curl and then on the hamstring dominant days that we're obviously adding in the straight leg deadlifts and then going to be doing different versions of the straight leg deadlift so we should definitely film that next time yeah i think my legs grew like three inches yesterday i'm still feeling it today yeah and you went up pretty heavy i think we went up to four plates on squat yeah yeah and that that to me that's about as heavy as i usually like to go yeah and i think you could have handled probably 455 but yeah we did four you know 405 Felt very good. I what it, it was the FST7 pre-exhaust with yeah. the leg extensions. That's what wrecked me. Well, it makes it a little different. It makes it, it harder. harder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when we ran the FST7 pre-exhaust, it was really making sure to get that mind-muscle connection going. Yeah. So again, that was a great leg workout. Next time we're going to really focus on the hamstring workout portion of it. And uh, that's going to be really uh, a good video. Yeah. So good question. Yeah. Three good days of training. I was, and we shot every day. So yeah. Uh, next question here is, do you, rec do you recommend or like Iranian food? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, food? man. First time I had it was when you took me there in California after the Olympia. Uh -huh. Oh, man, that stuff. Ugh, I'm addicted. And there's one like uh, where I live in Florida. There's one about 10, 15 minutes away from me. But you didn't go there until after we took no, you. No, 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 no. And I'll be going there this weekend probably when I get back. Okay. And what do you order when you go get your Persian food? What do you normally order? Uh, I order the whole platter for myself. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. I know. Yes, you do. See, this is the truth, everyone. This is called the truth podcast for a reason because he just told the truth. And he's like, I'm just kidding. No, you're not kidding. You're full of no, shit. Wait. You are full of it's shit. So, so me and my wife go out, right? Do you remember the name of the platter? Do you know the name of no, the No, but the Kubade, the chicken. And, no, I don't remember. Juja kebab, bro. Is what it is? Yes. Can so, you say it? Repeat after me. Juja. Juja. There you go. Juja? Yeah. Yeah. So I get the Juja, I guess. Uh, so no, we go there and it's a, um, the first time we went, right? They didn't know us, obviously. So we go and there's like, it says a dinner for two, uh -huh. me and my wife. And we're like, no, no, we'll take the dinner for five. And they said, oh no, that's too much food. <laughs> Did you I really? said, you obviously don't know us, do you? <laughs> that's right. Well, and that's Hottie's favorite food. And Hottie yeah. actually was dieting off of that food. No Because way. they would make it for him without the oil. It's pretty clean. Yeah. It's very clean. It's bodybuilder friendly for sure. It is. And so then Hottie would go in there all the time and he, you know, yeah. they would know his exactly meal and then the, the waitress <laughs> and everybody knew it was Hottie and they'd come over and yeah. hi Hottie, yeah. you know, it yeah, was, yeah. it was funny because 
um, I remember you saying it was your first time, and I'm like, what? Yeah. Huh? And yeah. I was honestly, I was a little, I was a little nervous because like, uh, I like to try new things, but I was also hungry at the time, and I was like, I, I really hope I like this. And I was like, this might be one of my favorite foods now. Yeah. Well, Jay loves it. Phil loves it. Everybody who I've taken to it so far have really liked it. So if you guys go out there, make sure you let them know that you know Honey Rambot sent you. <laughs> Swipe up ten percent off <laughs> a Persian restaurant near you. Okay, next question. All right, do you use carbs for fullness? Yeah, definitely. You know, carbs will make your muscles rounder and fuller. But don't forget the fats. Um, also, um, the the one thing I've noticed changing this year was the 3D. I'm consistently using the 3D and the AQ. Um, and this isn't a plug for the supplements because we're sitting here talking on the podcast. Honest to God, truth. If anybody's ever tried it, you know what I'm talking about. So two scoops of the 3D along with the uh, half cap AQ. That's what I use. So I noticed using that alongside with the carbs mm -hmm. and the fats. That's what holds the fullness the longest. And what are your carbs at? Just because I know you're going to get hit up with this question. Like, what are your mm -hmm. grams are? Just can you share it with the? Yeah. The well, a couple of weeks ago we did the the um we were like trying to tighten up at, at the guest posing. I was just trying to keep my weight down, and I was eating like. Anywhere from 150 to, to 200 grams of carbs, mostly around two, 200 grams of carbs a day. Mm -hmm. um, lately, I've been eating around 300 grams of carbs. Um, for me, I feel really, really good on that. Yeah. Uh, and you looked a little bit depleted because we've been har training hard. Yeah. And I'm definitely going to be increasing your carbs to closer to 400. Mm -hmm. But that's also because we run a little glyco. And the glyco really helps mm -hmm. from bloating because of the fact that it's a carb powder. Yeah. carbon base uh you know glycogen that i made a long time ago and i still use it for a lot of my athletes but again this isn't a shameless plug if you guys have other carbohydrate sources that you want that are powdered that do not require a ton of um, water and you don't have to sit there and and non it then use that some people will use bagels that's great as long as it works and it doesn't bloat you go ahead and feel free to use whatever carb source you'd like but for someone like me, I want something where it's going to be able to kick in hard and fast and keep fullness. So that's why I like the the glycogen because it's a carbolin base. And that's always been a carb that I really liked when it comes to powdered, what we call super carb technology that's out there. So the, my favorite time to use that is 100% for sure intra-workout. I know a lot of guys like to do it pre or post. For me, if I do it intra-workout, I, I have much better lifts and I can I can train harder for longer and I can always get a lot more volume in my training when I do it intra-workout. Cool. cool. And then how many scoops are you running? So I was doing one until you said, hey, what are you doing? You, what are you, a bikini competitor? That's what the guys do is one. So I give you a hard time. So now I'm doing two. Two. Got it. And uh, let's see. Next question is, when do you think of... Uh, or do you think of retirement? I guess retirement. Yeah, that's a weird question, but well, I, that's a good question because there's a lot of like younger guys for some reason in classic and two twelve and open like are talking about oh in three or five years I want to by thirty I want to retire like I don't know man I just turned twenty nine I feel like I just got started so there's not even been a thought of retirement anytime soon. Okay, yeah, and that's a good yeah. point because I think a lot of people who are in that really hard and heavy portion of your journey and you're really grinding, the last thing you're thinking about is retirement. All you're thinking about is that next show, trying to be able to focus. And I honestly don't even have those conversations with someone in your place because you are much closer to the beginning of your career than toward the end. You know, and obviously... Um, yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me, man. I yeah. feel like this is the time you start hitting your stride and you want to... I mean, gosh, if you're at the Olympia level like, and you're on the cusp of winning that Olympia title or winning the Olympia title, like... 
why would you even consider retirement? Like, right. You know? Right. And you already won once and you're, you know, yeah. try, trying to yeah. be able to continue that legacy. Um, let's see here. What was your weight at the guest pose? All right, guys. <laughs> well, maybe I'll just, I'll lead that on for the land, for the end, because that's something that I, we had four or five people ask, what was your weight yeah. at the guest pose? So we'll go ahead and we're going to answer that, but we're going to drag okay. this on and all we're right. going to bring you out all the way to the end. I think we have different answers for that one. Right. Recent bodybuilding deaths, do they scare you? Yeah, actually they do, to be honest. Um, I know that, you know, we're, we're push, pushing our bodies um, being bodybuilders, we're, we're in the gym training, you know, hard every day you know, we're eating a lot of food and it's, you know, it is taxing on the body. There's, there, there's no way around it, but that's for any professional athlete. That's what you, you, you under, you have to understand that by being, you know, a pro athlete, but you know, there is a healthier way of going about it. So me working with you, no, I don't, I don't stress or worry as much. Um, but, but definitely it does cross my mind for sure. Whenever you're seeing, you know, your friends, colleagues, people you you're standing next to on stage, you know, passing away, it's sad. And it really makes you think like, what the heck is going on here? Um, but that's why you, we have to assess our own health and make sure that, you know, that's on point. But, um, it does, it does, it does, it does, you know, stress, my, yeah, it does stress you out because yeah, you gotta, you gotta think about it for sure. Cause there's some people that don't, and then you think, okay, well, wait a minute, should I not care as much? Because like, you know, there's people around you that don't, but I think that we're all on the same page and that's how I treat my clients. I said, Hey, look, you're, you're going to have to do the safe, the safest way possible. And it's not always going to be the fastest man to the top of the mountain. It's one of those things where you're going to be like, Hey, you got to really try to do the best you can because there's a lot of different things when it comes to, it's just even like training, it's occupational hazard. If you go in there and you train crazy and you're throwing around a bunch of that weight, it, it you're more likely to tear a muscle and you got to make sure that exactly. you really do what you can to try to work your way into that. And if your frame is not able to take care of that, it's the same thing as doing PEDs or anything else. Mm -hmm. You cannot push your body beyond its genetic limit. And if you do, it's going to really make it, it's going to hurt you, right? It's going to shorten the ability for your body to be at its peak for a long period of time. You might look good again, many times for a couple of shows, a couple of years, but you are definitely going to be burning the candle at both ends. You will see a shortened career out of that. You absolutely have to take your health into consideration for sure. Okay. This question is for you, honey. Okay. Got one. <laughs> <laughs> what would you consider a dose of HRT? I guess they're asking, what is, what is an HRT dose? Because I think some people are asking, about this whole thing about what's considered natural and everything else. Cause I had a couple of those questions as well. So I'm going to kind of lump that all into one. <clears throat> when it comes to doctors, most of them tend to do a one to 200 milligram dose. And that could be anywhere from five to seven days, or maybe even longer at that one to 200 milligram dose. You have to speak to your doctor about what that is. Also how the testosterone metabolizes in your system has a lot to do with it as well. Because what might be high for someone else with some blood work might be low for someone else. So it has a lot to do with your metabolism. That's why you want to get with a doctor and get checked. But normally from what I've seen, that's the range that they've been in. And the other thing that they have been able to do is you have to make sure that you are not drinking and doing all of these other recreational things 
and think that, hey, look, man, I took 100 milligrams of testosterone and my liver enzymes are through the roof. You got to make sure to control yourself when it comes to all of those other extracurriculars. So if you're out drinking, that's one thing that can really raise your liver enzymes. And it's definitely going to beat up your liver the more you drink or again, any extracurricular stuff, stuff that has acetaminophen in it can destroy your liver. So again, speak to your doctor, be very open about what you're doing because he may think, oh my God, I gave this guy a CC of test and now all of a sudden his liver is falling apart or maybe he's taking, the doctor thinks you're taking other gear and you're not. So you got to be very open and honest because there's a lot of things that can toxify your liver outside of just, you know, PEDs or any HRT, let's call it. So again, that's kind of the normal dosage from what I've seen, 100, 200 milligrams. And some doctors that get trick will add in a couple of different esters, something like a fast acting testosterone propionate with a sip or something along those lines. But again, it depends on the doctor you're working with. So work with them, get blood work done, see where your peaks and valleys are with your testosterone. Same thing with your estrogen level. If you want to turn around and they're going to prescribe you, lots of doctors prescribe some type of anti-estrogen, you may or may not need it. Don't just haphazardly take it. Check your estrogen levels because they may not be high enough for you to need letro or anastrozol or anything like that. So make sure that you go ahead and get that blood work done to be able to back up the information so that you're not just haphazardly taking drugs, medication, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> so there you go. Um, last question. What was your weight at the guest posing? Oh, uh, we're back to this one. Huh? Well, there's two weights because I did find out before this, <laughs> I was going over a couple of these with you. And you were kind of fibbing to me a little bit about your uh, weight. Yeah. So go ahead. Go ahead. What was your weight as well? Okay. So now we're uh, letting the world know, huh? You said, or you thought it was 252, right? Well, you made like it sound like you're 252, <laughs> 249, 252, because that's where I wanted to be at. I know. But obviously, you were a little more, quote unquote, blown out. <laughs> what was so, the weight? So the highest weight that I recorded in the morning fasted was 259. 259 yeah okay 59 so whoever out there was saying 260 good guess you're pretty close yeah pretty close. you're pretty close yeah yeah i still think that that was your nighttime weight after you ate oh for sure like a lot it, of it had to be over 260 for sure but 259 no i think that the it was the other way i think the scale was broken because when i looked at you i'm like <laughs> you don't look 260 but anyways either here or there i mean again i go by the look not by the mm. scale but uh at the end of the day uh i think it was a good look in the 50s let's just call it in the 50s there you go and um and, and, and you know like that lower 250s I or even mid 250s like i feel like i can move i can get around i don't feel you know like uh, i actually feel pretty pretty decent yeah well and then i'm gonna get ready to go weigh you right now oh boy there was no go. scale at the hotel guys so we're gonna take him to the uh, <laughs> even headquarters to go weigh him in before he goes back home so again that was awesome man we got all the questions done mm -hmm. and everyone that was participating in the q a thank you so much Again, Hani Rambod here with Derek Lunsford, 212 Olympia champion, and that's the truth.